peace and love. Peace and love, everyone. Welcome back to Universal Love Movement with your host, Dr. Carl S. Moore. And, you know, today I'm finding peace and pain. So thank you for joining me as we, uh, you know, strive to be, you know, or towards, you know, um, being living, loving universal vibrations. And I appreciate you allowing me into your universe. Uh, you know, the universal love movement is the YOU and universal. So, you know, I say that today I'm finding um, peace and pain. <laughs> uh, I recently had a knee injury. And um, it's interesting because the the uh, <laughs> the full scope of the lessons um, that one can understand and learn through injury and, and the theme of the themes in life that occur with that is uh, another full conversation to have. But it is important to note that in some belief systems, or at least in mine, rather, rather or one that is, you know, a, a self-loving kind of multi-layered holistic one um, and that integrates all, all layers is that there's correspondence with everything, right? You know, there's a there's some type of a physical um, happening or some t- any type of happening, right? And then there are correspondence, you know, uh, for the f- physical, there's a mental correspondence. For the mental, there's a some type of spiritual. And then for the spiritual, there's some type of larger gear that's, that turns uh, as it relates in the universe that... But, and it all can make a little bit more sense, you know, once we open ourselves to uh, being uh, still enough to to be uh, able to see <laughs> or allowed to to understand what what, what the um, matter at hand is. Uh, but today we, we talk about finding the peace and pain. I think it's an important uh, topic because we the whole idea of pain is um, a a concept that is still growing and evolving and for all of us we think that naturally when you have pain and we kind of think we understand what pain is whether it be emotional pain or physical pain uh, that pain is pain and it hurts and that no one wants pain then you also have certain sayings like no pain no gain like there's no gain unless you are uh, a victim to or put yourself through pain and you know these are these are very interesting uh, concepts to think about because the pain that so going back to myself knee injury pain <laughs> Uh, we'll talk about what my knee injury actually was in like, you know, months from now, you know, that'll be a a whole episode in itself. But when I actually first experienced it, I wasn't in pain. Uh, I was more, uh, maybe it could have been shock or it could have been that I didn't feel the pain in the way that other people might feel it. But people around me thought that I should be in pain and um, 
is that's that's first a very interesting interesting thing uh and it reminds me of like you know when you're you know when you're a kid and you fall and if you skin your knee or something like that um the younger you are unless you're like yeah the younger you are the more likely you are to cry right and I i remember when i was little that um if someone looked at me, I, I would want to cry more because I'm like, <laughs> do you see what's going on? Or even I have f- f- uh, f- nieces and nephews. Um, so growing up, when they actually would experience certain things, I would know that it, w- it would be really important for me to, um, if they were about to cry on anything, like I just kind of make sure that I'm not looking at them at certain instances. And then sometimes they wouldn't cry. Um when they would just keep going if they fell and got right up. So we, we've all been exposed to those types of things. So then we start thinking about pain in, in, a, in a little bit of a different way where there's definitely some type of a, you know, stimulus or action or, or something, whether it's falling, um, whether it is someone saying something to you that could be the emotional pain or something happens to someone you love or, or, or some type of situation. But that... Uh, locus of control is a lot more um, we have a lot more agency over it. Now then we may may think or then as generally spoken about Um, so now we think okay agency over it, feel the pain it's not, you know, pain is just and, and the thing is there's nothing wrong with pain in itself because pain in itself is still yet information right? So what if when you fell, you never felt pain? <laughs> you have all types of broken bones and, <laughs> you know, you could have a, a body that's really, or even emotionally, if you went through things and didn't feel, you were like, you know, you would not have information. You could walk into the lines and even more about individuals that may not have your best interest at heart. So then the question is what gives? And what gives is that finding the peace and the pain is not to ignore whatever the stimulus is of the pain, but to be able to have agency over what one's response to it is. Now, when when we're talking about physical pain, right, um, I know that there's, well, I don't know if it's for a fact, but <laughs> I've heard there's no greater pain than giving birth to a child, right? So we had two home births at my uh with my, my, my partner and I and um, and with our little people. And I'm telling you, salute to, to you know, <laughs> salute to her because she one strong, you know, salute to every woman who's ever given birth. But, you know, no drugs or no spinal tap or anything like that. Just a major salute to her um, because it's just a beautiful thing to see. But the pain level, it was interesting because it gets to a point where for her, she described, where it's kind of like outer body experiences so much pain that you don't feel it anymore. But then there's there was all there were also these other gradients of pain where all the breathing um, that we learned in our we didn't we didn't even do Lamont's class. We did like the Bradley method. It was more of a, a it was like a different approach to that same concept of Lamont's and the breathing. You'd be amazed at how the breathing helped. And the being able to find the peace in the pain 
came from the practice that we had of breathing ahead of time together and coaching around that. So we talk about pain, the physical pain of giving birth, right? You know, like a natural birth. That is a really, um, I think, great example of how pain can be noticed and managed and, and one can breathe through it. Uh, so much so that they're able to find peace in it enough to then see the joys of whatever happens on the other side. Now, all pain isn't necessarily going to bring a life or creation, right, on the other side, like, you know, giving birth. But through understanding of what the situation might have been or what have you, it can almost always bring greater wisdom. But so, so defining the peace and the pain, physical pain, uh, is this the breathing? So when when, when there are, there's tons of breathing exercises out there that you could look up, and there there are folks who really um, they've mastered this idea of breathing. Like I've done, you know, a number of different breathing exercises over the year. Uh, and most popularly, uh, I use the box breathing a lot of time, and whether it's in business meetings or things like that, just to kind of like get folks um, operating at, you know, good homeostasis for a moment. But the William Hoff breathing method um, was one that I use a lot. And um, I started using it this past summer. It's where you take like, you know, uh, 30 breaths uh, and you can, you know, look this up, but 30 breaths in, but through your nose and your mouth. So... And then you breathe it out, like, you know, with a little bit of force. So just 30 times breathing in through your mouth and your nose and then breathing out. And then at the um, exhalation of the 30th breath, you then you hold your breath for as long as you can. And what I do is like, like I'll hold my breath. And while I'm holding my breath, I'm not just sitting there. I'm like running, um, you know, through my body from head to toe, kind of relaxing it. Um and while my breath is held, like kind of, <laughs> I learned this in like a while back in meditation where you kind of like picture like a ball of light at your different, you know, energy points in your body. And you don't know if you don't, that, no one has to do all that. But long story short is the uh, breathing technique that I've just have been doing as a part of just every day, it's, it helped me relax before sleep, it helped me actually relax after exercising, actually stay, you know, kind of get me pretty set for the day in terms of the goal is just to clear one's mind and be still. So finding the peace and the pain is returning to the stillness and the not thinking about what is happening and how hard it's hurting or what have you, but just being there. And um, with this recent injury, I've, um, and I actually should call it a recent healing. <laughs> you know, change the words around. Recent injury. Oh my goodness! I'm so thankful for this. Uh, you know, this breathing technique because <laughs> I was prescribed um, narcotics, and um, I uh, I don't really usually do. Well, I've never done drugs in my life, uh, you know, and there's nothing wrong with people who do drugs, you know, it's, it's all good. We all on different journeys and certain drugs that may be illegal, 
um, here, maybe legal elsewhere. And there's, you know, the whole idea of what's good or bad. It's just that when anything becomes more of a something constructive, I mean, sorry, destructive to one's life force or life then. And that's for another person to discuss. But so, you know, the first day is like, okay. And I had some, there was some numbing or whatever that I've had, you know, due to my procedure. But um, it was interesting because I was, didn't feel any pain. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be able to do any drugs and I'm going to rock and roll with this. <laughs> then the next day, oh my goodness, this pain was like at a level that was uh, unlike anything that I experienced. And I think the biggest thing is that I wouldn't be, wasn't able to sleep. And please forgive uh, the noise in the background. And speaking of pain, emotional pain, that's my little people. Um, if you can hear that, I'm not sure if you can hear it. But um, so it's interesting interesting and that's always an uh, interesting word for me to say but it is an interesting thing because the I was not able to breathe enough through the to find peace and the pain and I had to resort to uh, medication that actually allowed for my brain that's because you know that's what a Percocet will do I don't know if that's a common knowledge or not like it literally goes to your brain and makes you think that you are not hurting it doesn't like go to the pain and stop it you can like research this so what I was doing with my um, breathing when I could and for that one day and then even after that day is I was actually doing a physical version of finding peace in the pain that then I was able to get assistance with with the drug. And I think that that's really, really important to recognize because uh, it's one thing to to reckon, think, oh, I'm taking this drug and the drug's going to make me better. Whereas a lot of those just make they tell your brain that, you, hey, you're not hurting. And uh, so finding that peace manually is something that, you know, even thereafter, even now, um, still kind of continuing to heal and be on the mend. I'm finding that peace, but the peace comes from a perspective of understanding what the pain is in my agency in terms of just like finding, uh, knowing that I can have some say over, you know, how much I am in pain. Now, when we get into finding peace and pain and the actual social element of it, we'll, we'll talk about that in the second part, part two of this, because that is um, the physical element. You have these physical experiences. You may have some physical trauma or physical injury. And there is so much uh, power in the mind-body connection that one can find peace and pain through breathing, through relocating one's attention. Um, but sometimes the uh, situations does, do call for drugs or narcotics or what have you to help a person, you know, go into a... Um, you know, state where they can just kind of really bear with it. But there's so much, um, there's so much research and study on, you know, why some people experience pain and not others and why, why some people could actually, you know, want their, like, you know, their, um, <laughs> their arm twisted or something else on their body twisted and they like it. Right. Um, so then you also have that side, right. A physical pain where pain can be seen as the, as a pleasurable thing. Um, through changing 
the mind or shifting the mind. So, uh, so when, when finding peace and pain, um, when it comes to physical, um, there is a way. And I think that in loving ourselves, being able to recognize it's not ignoring, but recognizing whatever the pain and having the wisdom after one has kind of gone through the pain is, is where we want to be as universal loving vibrations, loving living vibrations. So, all right, I'll see you on part two of this, you know, on finding, um, pleasure and pain. This is the Universal Love Movement with Dr. Carl S. Moore.